Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, October 23rd. We're going to be talking about the Bucks game tomorrow as we host the Bears in the revenge game from last year. We'll be talking some um, college football, a little bit of hockey, and who knows, maybe we'll even throw in some uh, NBA basketball. The number here is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to start the show on Power 90.1. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetite, Seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook. Or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back, and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now. Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Let's get to it. The Bucks are hosting the Bears tomorrow at 425 here at Raymond James. And uh, that's the same Bucks team that since Brady has uh, left the Pats and been here is 20, uh, 20 wins and six losses. Um uh, as compared to Belichick's nine wins and 12 losses, by the way. Nonetheless, the game's at 425. And, uh, you know, talking about this game tomorrow, I think it's important that uh, we remember a couple things. Number one, the Bucks are in first place with only one loss this year. At 5-1, and one, they're off to a, a very good start. Uh, I think they're getting better each week. Now, the issue this week is going to be a couple of things. Number one, we have some injuries going into this game that we really haven't had to deal with this year. And for the most part, we hadn't had to last year as well. If you remember, uh, with the exception of Vita Vea being injured and, um, you know, you had O.J. Howard that really didn't play at all. So other than those two guys, the, the whole team last year, we... Uh, remain pretty healthy. So going into the game tomorrow, I can tell you that Antonio Brown will not be playing. He's got a sprained ankle. Levante David is out. Gronkowski will not be playing. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul is out. And so is O.J. Howard with an ankle injury. So um, there's some pretty big names in that list that I just read off. And, you know, on a lot of teams, that would probably spell some doom going into the game. But the, the Bucks are so loaded this year that, you know, even when you lose someone like Antonio Brown, who has really been Brady's favorite receiver in the last several weeks, especially since Gronk has been out, uh, I, I think, and actually, you know, Howard... Uh, caught a pass. Uh, O.J. Howard caught a touchdown pass last week. Unfortunately, he seems to be hurt. Uh, more more games than he's available to play. Hopefully that gets turned around quickly for him. But uh, talking about uh, Brown being out, we still have, don't forget, we still have Evans. We still have Godwin. Uh, we still have Cameron Brait. 
Uh, we, we still have, I think, Tyler Johnson is going to really step up uh, tomorrow and pick up the slack. If you look at uh, Johnson, he's really picked up the offense well the last year. Uh, he just, unfortunately for him, isn't able to play much because he's behind um, such talent that he's not seeing much time on the field. But now with Brown out, Gronkowski not going to be there, Howard out. You're going to see, in my opinion, Tyler Johnson really um, have a good game tomorrow, come into his own maybe, and just add one more weapon for the um, Bucks to use in their quest to um, you know repeat as Super Bowl champions this year. Uh, one game at a time, obviously. If you remember, the Bears beat us last year. Uh, that was a game that Brady... Obviously, would like to have back. Didn't really play his best, but I think it was after the game with the Bears last year that we really um, started to forge together as a team and make the necessary adjustments to be able to go out there and win um, most of the games after that, after the bye week. One of the things that we put together last year after this game was uh, Leonard Fournette. We talked about him uh, a couple times already this year. He's really become the go-to back. It was between him and um, Ronald Jones as the uh, sharing time as the season started for us. But after a couple games, you can see that really it's all for net right now. Jones has pretty much um, been relegated to the to the bench sidelines, unless maybe a, a goal line play he may come in. And no, nothing against how Jones is playing. He's a really good ball player, running back in my opinion. Unfortunately, he's playing behind someone who was really. Um, playing on all eight cylinders right now, and that's Leonard Fournette. So, you know, somebody pushed some buttons with with Fournette, and he's the three-down back right now. And, you know, if you don't want to go with Jones, you can always go with uh, Giovanni Bernard or Keyshawn Vaughn coming out of the backfield. I think that Brady likes to, you know, throw to the running backs. And on third down, uh, Fournette's a viable option. And you'll see more of uh, Bernard, I believe. Giovanni Bernard likes coming out of the backfield as well. So for the game tomorrow, the one thing that we have to pay attention to is that the Bears have a good defense. And the Bears like to rush the quarterback. And there isn't any quarterback in the NFL or any place else for that matter that likes to get rushed, likes to get blitzed and uh, be put on the run. And that includes Brady. So my concern, you know, of course, with Khalil Mack and whatnot, there are definitely some sack leaders in the NFL right now. The Bears can play defense. I think that you're going to see a lot of passes to backs out of the backfield. I think you're going to see Cameron Drake across the middle. Um, I think you're going to see Godwin who probably has, the, in my opinion, the best set of hands on the team um, going across the middle as well. We don't have that deep threat. That's where I think Johnson's going to come into play. He's going to be able to spread the field when we have to because you can't shorten the field against a already good defensive team like the Bears all are. So, you know, I, I say that about the Bears, but by saying that, not by any means do I think that we should have a difficult time winning this game. Um, Arians, Leftwich, has had a whole week to prepare for the game, get the game planned together with Brady, and um, they should go out there. And it's going to be important 
I think, this week to have a well-balanced attack. By that, I mean I don't think that Brady should go out there and throw 45 times tomorrow. If he has to do that, then that's a recipe for uh, some problems if we have to go that route. I say we have a nice mix, uh, maybe 60% uh Runs 40% passing again. Utilize, utilize Fournette, utilize Jones. You know, get Keyshawn Vaughn in there if you have to, and you know, establish a good running game because you're going to be able to run on Chicago, I believe, um, wear them down, and then start picking them apart a little bit across the middle. Um, possibly with a break or a guard run like we mentioned before. So um, on the offensive side of the ball for Chicago, I don't see how they're able to put up points uh, enough to be able to give us a threat from the scoreboard standpoint. I think that um, they do like to um, run the ball. However, very few teams can run the ball against our defense. I'm trying to think back to when the last time we lost a game from the opposing team running the ball down our throats. I'm having a hard time um, remembering such a game. If anyone out there remembers it, please let me know. But I think that the Bears are going to come out and try to, um, you know, they're going to try to run a little bit. They like to run the ball. And uh, Robinson as a receiver on the outside is a threat. But uh, even though our... Uh, secondary is banged up. You know, Davis has a torn quad. You're not going to see um, uh, starting starting D back first. I can't uh, Sherman. You're not going to see Richard Sherman this this week either. So I, I think that when you look at everything, um, the the Bears they don't have the weapons. They you have the rookie quarterback Justin Field. Uh, the defense like the Bucks, a very veteran defense, I think, lick their chops when they have a rookie quarterback coming to town. And uh, I'm sure they're going to be more than happy to uh, show him the ropes as what it's like to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, the only concern is you don't want you want to be able to contain him. Don't let him get outside. Uh, I don't see him running up the middle at all by any stretch, but you want to make sure that they can't get to the outside and uh, pick up some uh, cheap first downs that way on, on the corners there. So I really look for the um, I really look for the Bucks to come out here with a a good win. I don't think it's going to be as high scoring game as we've seen in the past. I don't think the Bucks are going to um, look to uh, run up the scoreboard, and um, I probably look for a um, you know twenty eight ten type of game in that scenario. So I think that if you look at the the whole picture, the Bucks have um, a, a solid enough team and they're deep enough. Their offensive line has played well enough to be able to give Brady the, the time he needs back there to uh, do what he has to do and do best, which is pretty much lead a team to victory. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 877 448-7901. You can go to GinnyBSports.com and um, shoot me an email. Let me know what you think the Bucks need to do this weekend. Are you happy with uh, the team so far this year? Do you think we're ahead of the pace that we were last year? Um, are we uh, are we winning the way that you would like us to? For me, as long as we're improving every game, that's the key thing. Even if you throw a loss in there, as long as you see 
um, you know, the, the young secondary being able to get back to where it needs to be. As long as you see some um, some good improvement along um, the people that are hurt coming back, that's the important thing in my opinion. So uh, we're going to break, break down some uh, games when we come back here. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Touching more on some NFL football this weekend. I want to give you my uh, top five before we break down a couple games this weekend. Um, coming in at number five, this is after the first uh, uh, six weeks of the season here. I'm going to say my... Um, Fifteen is the Green Bay Packers. Um, you know they're doing their thing with Aaron Rodgers and, and Aaron Jones. They're playing good defense, and I think that you now after the first week loss against the Saints, they've really put things together and are playing the way that you'd expect Green Bay to play. I think they're my fifth team right now. Um, my fourth base team, the fourth ranked team right now, are the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I'll tell you what, it's really hard to bet against Lamar Jackson, the way he's playing, whether you want to call him a, a quarterback that runs the ball or a running back that throws the ball, that's up to you. But the defense, he's really the most exciting player in the league, in my opinion. He's also, I think, the most important, uh, valuable player to his team um, than any other team in the league. So I have them at number uh, four. I then have the, um, I have the uh, Arizona Cardinals um, as the third team right now. I know a lot of people have them first. I'm not sold on the Cardinals at this point. Um you know, they, they had the uh, trap game in Cleveland. They responded well by shutting down the Browns from uh, from the start to the finish, even though their coach, uh, Kingsbury, there couldn't make the trip with, with COVID. So I, I'm just, for some reason, not 100% sold on Kyler Murray or Arizona at this point. So I have them at number three. I have the Bucks at number two. Um, now, we're finding ways to win, methodically playing the game, buying time until we get everyone back off the injured list. Uh, and I think that we're just until someone actually beats us, then I think the Bucks are at five and one, the second ranked team. And uh, my top five right now, at number one, I'm going to go with the Rams. The Rams have beat us this year. Um, and I think that they have an offense um, and actually a defense that really um, they're probably 
uh, one of the most well-rounded teams in the NFL right now. And looking forward to that game when they do play Arizona later on in the season. Uh, and for right now, they're my number one team. So I have the um, Rams is one, uh, Bucks is two, Arizona three, and um, like I mentioned, Green Bay at five and the uh, Ravens at four. So I would love to hear your top five. Go to JimmyBSports.com, shoot me an email, let me know if you agree with that or disagree. As far as some games this week, uh, we have the Panthers playing the Giants. Uh, you know, you keep on waiting to see uh, if the Panthers are going to be healthy and, and get their players back. Uh, that hasn't really been the case so far this year, but they are playing the Giants, and I think that um, they should be able to beat the Giants right now. Um, Judge's team isn't really doing that well. I don't know what the problem is with the Giants, but I do look for uh, Carolina, despite some injuries, to be able to come back and, and win that game. You have uh, the Bengals are playing the Ravens. Um you know, the Bengals are 4-2 and two overall, 2-1 two and one on the road. I do think, though, that, again, you really don't want to uh, bet against Lamar Jackson. He finds too many ways to beat you. He freezes the defense. Uh, he'll run by the linebackers, and uh, he's very hard for the uh, secondary to bring down. So I think that the... Um, I think that the Ravens will win that game at home. You got the Packers playing Washington. Um, you know, like I said, the Packers have come into their own. I think when you have Rodgers out there uh, playing against a team that is really terrible on defense, what happened to them? I don't know. They're one of the best defensive teams in the league last year. They go to one of the worst defensive teams right now as far as points allowed. So, um, you know, when you have Rodgers at Lambeau, uh, you know, their defense is a little banged up right now as well. So I think that Washington will score some points, but not enough to be able to overcome the Packers. I look for them to win by at least a touchdown. The Chiefs and the Titans, that's going to be a fun game to watch. Chiefs right now, um, you know, they, they, can't, they can't stop anything. Uh, a lot of people picked... Mahomes and the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl this year. But the way it looks right now, they definitely have some issues and they need to right the ship here pretty quickly. Will they do it against the Titans? Well, if you look at what Derrick Henry did uh, in the game last week, this, uh, Monday night, he just ran and ran and ran. So uh, you don't want to be a D-back trying to tackle him, that's for sure. Can he do it again on a short week here? Uh, possibly, but I do think that this is the um, week that the Chiefs get some things together and um, the defense starts playing a little bit better. And I look for the Chiefs to win this game by about six points. The Falcons are playing uh, Miami. Tua is the starting quarterback for Miami that was announced this week. Uh, the Falcons had a bye week last week. So, you know, they should come back healthy. I do think that um, Miami will win at home in a um, game that probably a lot of people won't be watching. Uh, the Lions and the Rams. And the Lions are 16 and a half point underdogs. And they've earned every one of those 16 and a half points, in my opinion. They, I've never seen a team that finds ways to lose like the Lions do. Uh, one of these years or one of these weeks, 
the um, tide will turn, their luck will turn, but it's not going to be against the Rams this week. So I think when you have you know Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff facing each other, their former teams, uh, you know I really look for a game that the Rams are going to win, and um, you know it shouldn't be any problem probably by um, two touchdowns. Another game, you had the Eagles over the Raiders. Uh, you know, Nick Sirianni with the Eagles, he's an aggressive coach so far on uh, his first year. He went for two, um, being eight points down against the Bucks when they played on, uh, was it Thursday night? So, you know, I think that uh, they're an aggressive team. You never know what Hurts is going to do. And then, of course, you have the Raiders, uh, they came back last week. They got a emotional bounce from the John Gruden um, antics, and they came back and they won last week. So I think that um, uh, it should be a good game. I'm going to go with the Eagles getting three uh, over the um, the Raiders in this game. Uh, Cardinals over the Texans, uh, the only game that is a – um, a larger blowout supposedly than the Lions and the Rams will be this one, the Cardinals and the Texans. So you know what? You never know. Every, any given Sunday, any team can win. Uh, it would be definitely a shocker if the Texans had what they needed to do to overcome the Cardinals this week. So I do look for uh, the Cardinals, even if they have an off game, to be able to win. You have the Colts playing the 49ers. Carson Wentz is uh, the offense. He's he's finally starting to play and not being hurt every game. Um, he played well, and they won last week. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be on course to return to the 49ers. But, uh, you know, right now I, I think that if you look at this game, um, you got to go with Indy over the 49ers at this point of the season. And then Monday night you have um, Seattle, the Saints, uh, you know, you got to be impressed by the way Seattle came back in the second half Sunday in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, Pete Carroll came out, came out there and decided to get physical and run it right at the Steelers, and it happened to work. So I don't know what's going to happen against the Saints when they do that, but uh, it should be an interesting game. I'm going to go with Seattle over the Saints in this game as well. Would love to hear your thoughts on any of those games that we talked about. The number is 877-448-7901. Email sports at power901.com or you can go to jimmybsports.com, get all the sports updates and uh, email me that way as well. We'll be right back to talk some more sports on Power 90.1. You are in the gymnasium. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-726-2194. 800-726-2194. 
That's 800-726-2194. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. If it's uh, Saturday in October, you know, we're talking about some college football. October's winding down. College football conference championship races are uh, definitely heating up. So this is week eight already. I think you're going to see some games this week, which uh, might separate some of the contenders from the pretenders as we head down the stretch of the uh, 2021 season here. we got a key Big 12 matchup, a couple uh, SEC showdowns, and of course, uh, some rivalry games today. Uh, I think that the Best games, in my opinion, today we have at 3.30, Oklahoma State is playing uh, Iowa State. Oklahoma State, the Cowboys are ranked number eighth right now. They're, um, they're seven-point underdogs on the road. They're not getting any respect right now. Um, no, Iowa State was supposed to be one of the primary contenders to win the Big 12 championship this year, but they had a couple early season losses. So I think that this is going to be a slugfest. I look forward to be a very high-scoring game, and I do think that uh, Oklahoma State is going to uh, win outright in this one. You have LSU playing at um, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is number 12. That's on at 3.30 today as well. Uh, you know, the, the, the Rebels, Ole Miss Rebels, looking to keep their college Playoff hopes alive against an LSU team that um, had a great game against Florida last week. Unfortunately, they beat the Gators, um, but then they went and they still fired their coach, Ed Orger, on down there. So I'm not quite sure how that's going to play out on the field with the uh, emotions, with uh, Orger on knowing he's going to be gone. Uh, LSU finally found a running game last week, and they're going to look to probably try to replicate that game plan against Ole Miss. Um, if you haven't watched Ole Miss play that this year, they have a quarterback, Matt Corral. Um, he's probably the leading Heisman candidate, uh, Heisman Trophy contender right now. He's uh, fun to watch. It should be a good game. I look for actually Ole Miss to win this game. Another game that's on uh, later on today, tonight, 7.30, you have number five, Ohio State, will be playing at Indiana. Uh, the last couple of weeks, Ohio State has reemerged as a threat in the college football playoff race after their loss to Oregon. I think it was in week two. Uh, quarterback there, Stroud, C.J. Stroud, he's really found his stride, and I think he's helping this offense become a typical Ohio State offense, which is typically one of the best in the country. So I think they should beat Indiana without too much problems and uh, increase their record and keep going forward there in their quest to get to the Final Four. Uh, USC is at Notre Dame tonight. That's also a 7.30 game. I think the Irish, they're ranked number 13 right now. They still have, a, I guess, a chance at making the uh, college football playoff this year. But when they're playing USC, that's one of those rivalry games that... Uh, can go either way. And the question is going to be, has Notre Dame found its uh, offensive identity, I think, after a week to regroup there? 
Uh, that's about it for the big games, I think. There might be a couple others worth mentioning. You have Cincinnati playing Navy. Uh, number two, Cincinnati. They're not the Hunters anymore. They're the Hunted after moving up to the uh, second spot. But you have to remember, Navy has that uh, offense that they run, the uh, triple option, which always poses a challenge to um, other teams. So we're going to see what happens in that game. I don't think that it should be much of an issue for Cincinnati at this point, but uh, it should be something that uh, to start the games today, fun to watch. Oklahoma, number three, playing Kansas. Uh, if, as you know, Caleb Williams is not a quarterback for uh, Oklahoma, so I think that we'll see what happens. Um, they shouldn't have any problem with Kansas, especially you know with um, the way that Oklahoma has played since the Red River show down there and Spencer Rattler has been on the bench and Williams is now running the show. Michigan's playing at noontime today against uh, Northwestern. I look for Michigan to win that game pretty easily. And then one more worth mentioning would be Alabama playing um, at Tennessee. Actually, Alabama's at home. Tennessee is traveling um, to play Alabama. I think that after the heartbreaking loss last week that Tennessee suffered, it'll be interesting to see how they come out against what I think is still one of the top four best teams in the country. And, you know, I know we talked about two weeks ago after Alabama got beat, uh, they had a hard time finding a way to get to the Final Four, people were saying, which I totally disagree with. I think that they are still uh, one of the top two best teams in the country, even though the rankings don't show that right now. I think by the time everything's all said and done, like I have mentioned earlier in the month, you have two teams. You have Georgia and you have Alabama, and then you have everyone else. Uh, Alabama had their uh, off game. They lost. I look for Georgia and Alabama to square off a couple times on uh, the next few weeks, and uh, we'll see what happens from there. But it should be a great game. Uh, it's always great college football, the end of October, um, as the teams really start to separate themselves and you find out who really are the, the, the cream of the crop. So love to know how your teams are doing. Can Florida, you know, come back and have a good game? USF is playing tonight at home. Raymond James against Temple. They lost a tough one last week. I hope uh, they can find a way to win uh, tonight. The weather should be great if you want to go out there and watch a game. Uh, anyway, that's the college scene. We'll be right back to talk some more sports. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-284-1349 800-284-1349 
That's 800-284-1349. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Nice with the weather changing. Uh, the mornings are nice and cool when you get up, and hopefully everyone can enjoy this weekend. If you have a chance, get out to the Lightning game tonight. They'll be hosting the Colorado Avalanche at 7.30. Um, it's really nice sitting outside there if you don't want to be going to the stadium, into the arena at Emily and watch the game on the ice. You can you know, stay outside there at the at the watch party. It's a great atmosphere and all the home games, they have the screens up there and you can take advantage of cheering on your team out there. Also, baseball, uh, the playoffs, there's four teams left going into the weekend here. Of course, you had the Dodgers. Um, they're playing the Braves. Uh, game series is close, three to two right now. The Braves, I wouldn't count the Dodgers out. We'll see what happens with that one. Of course, the other series would be the Red Sox and Houston. That goes back to Houston this weekend for games six and seven as needed. Um, uh, that's a tough one to call. I, I really think that uh, it's, it's most likely going to be Atlanta and Houston starting next week. Uh, but, of course, you can't count out either of those teams. I think that when you look at uh, how the Rays lost, it's disappointing. It's, it's a little bit hard to watch baseball after that, uh, unless you're a, a true baseball fan. We're going to be talking about the Rays next week, uh, breaking down more about the ownership, about what's going on with the stadium uh, debacle there with what Sternberg's trying to do, a couple of lawsuits against him and uh, break down where we're going to go going forward with the stadium, uh, hopefully here in the Tampa area. And um, the baseball really wants Tampa to stay here, baseball to stay in the Tampa area. So, um, you know, we'll talk more about that next week. Also, uh, last week we mentioned about John Gruden, and the question was, do you think that the Bucks were right in removing him from the ring of honor that they have at the organization and prevalent um, on the stadium? And it was pretty split. What I'll tell you is this. What I've, what I've seen in the last week from following um, – uh, different people talking about the situation is twofold. One, um, it seems to be that it may be the, just the tip of the iceberg with those emails with Gruden. There are a lot of nervous um, the owners, executives, uh, whatnot, team personnel of what may come out with some further information, even though the NFL is trying to squash everything. Uh, there may be some more things that you're going to be hearing about uh, in relation to uh, some of the reaction and how and things that Gruden had said. So as far as the Ring of Honor, I think that uh, the people that were associated with Gruden, as far as some uh, players, the media potentially, and um you know, people that dealt with him on a daily basis. I think that, that no one was surprised what happened. And, you know, Gruden kind of does things his own way. And there's more of a sense of, yeah, maybe he should be removed from people that dealt with him on a regular basis. 
Um, not really so much on the field because a lot of players have come out in support of him. So it is, it is, you know, pretty much split as far as the reaction of whether or not he should remain or should have because he is gone by now in the Bucks Ring of Honor. But uh, in today's day and age, you see things that, uh, you know, never cease to amaze me. Excuse me. That that come out and uh, things that people say, which he definitely should not have said. Things that he said, and we'll see what happens if there is any more fallout from that. On that same type of uh, scenario in the sports related, I, I want to talk a little bit about Ben Simmons here in closing, talking about the now the NBA as you know kicked off this week. This is really one of the best times of the year because. When it's a normal year and not with schedules all over the place, you do have the baseball going on right now. You have football, of course. You have the hockey season and you have the NBA, which just kicked off. So you've got the four major sports going all at one time, which is really fun to watch if you're a sports fan trying to juggle everything. But the NBA season did kick off this week and you had the Sixers and they're in a dispute right now with Ben Simmons. If you followed basketball last year in the playoffs. The Sixers were the number one seed in the East. They ended up getting bounced out of the playoffs. Um, a big part of that was because of Ben Simmons' lack of ability or um, want to be able to shoot the ball. He just went into a funk where he was afraid to shoot the ball. He had no confidence. And as a result, he was a liability out there on the court. And the Sixers the loss because of that. Now, he has a four-year contract, uh, $147 million or something like that. As of right now, he just showed up to practice this past week and was suspended for their opening game. Coach Doc, <clears throat> Doc Rivers uh, said conduct detrimental. He did not suit up and play. I guess he met with the team yesterday morning. And um, bottom line is, is that he says he's not mentally ready to play. And I guess the next step will be talking with some team personnel, some physicians possibly, um, and see where it goes. It's really you know, mind-blowing to me that you have a situation where you can't trade him right now because his worth is so little, the Sixers would only get minimal players for him in a trade. Role players and not someone of the star quality when he's right and playing that he would uh, be able to get. Now, the other side of that, he's not worth anything right now if he's not playing. So it's going to be interesting to watch this scenario unfold and see what happens with that. Um, I, it does really uh, make me shake my head, though, how you have someone who can go out there and say is just not mentally ready to play. What he's probably not mentally ready for is the response that he's going to get from the fans of Philly, whether it be... Um, in the in the stadium in the stadium if he goes in there and uh, suits up because he's in for a rude awakening and on top of that if he does go out into the into the city there for you know whatever dinner whatever it might be I think it's best if he just calls Uber Eats and gets some food delivered because Philly fans can you know be very um, uh, 
uh, what's the what's the nice word of saying it? Uh, they're gonna let you know how they feel. If you're, you know, Nick Foles, I'll tell you what, Nick Foles will never buy another cup of coffee or a beer in Philly as long as he lives. They'll take care of him. Right now, though, Ben Simmons, the fans were behind him, but he's really uh, turned his back on not just his teammates, but the fans of Philly as well, in my opinion. So again, we'd love to hear your comments. 877-448-7901. You can go to JimmyBSports.com and touch uh, touch base or comment on anything that we spoke about in the show today. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. It always goes by too quick. Um, if uh, you want, let me know what you'd like to talk about next week. We're going to talk about definitely some more college football. Hopefully the uh, Bucks will have another win under their belt. And uh, some college football as well with um, USF Bulls hopefully winning tonight. Again, thank you for listening to the show. You've been in the gymnasium. My name is Jim Barron. Enjoy your weekend. As always, stay safe, stay vigilant, and above all, stay positive. We'll talk to you next time on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Mm-hmm.